Hello, everyone, and welcome to Little White Lies. I'm Petty LaBelle. And I'm Christian Black. And together we cover common racial misconceptions, historical inaccuracies, and untold stories about popular things we enjoy today in American culture. Dude, aren't you sick and tired of being at home? Doing everything at home is driving me just a little bit crazy. I know, right? Everything through a simple Zoom meeting. Right? Zoom school, Zoom going to work. Zoom conference calls, Zoom job interviews. Right? Speaking of, I had a crazy Mm. one last week. Oh, girl, what happened? Did you get the job? Yeah, but they f***ed up. Well, what they do? Well, I had a Zoom interview, and I got all dressed up, hair did, fresh braid out. Okay, cool. And did the interview go well? I mean, you already know that. The interview was perfect. I mean, it was me. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Well, what's the problem then? Well, I had the interview, and they said they loved me and everything and wanted me to start as soon as possible, but had the audacity to say Mm -hmm. in the future for conference calls via Zoom, and when you come in in person, please Mm -hmm. dress appropriately. And I was like, "Eh." (laughs) Wait. Okay, what they mean dress appropriately? I thought you said that you were dressed up. You weren't in your PJs, were you? No, I had a blazer on and everything. They said to please make sure that my hair was more tamed for future meetings to maintain a professional setting and to avoid possible distractions. I'm sorry, come again? Yeah, exactly. You heard me right. I'm professional and distracting. They basically said don't come to work looking like the wild thornberries. Okay, I can't. So, you know, I feel like people wouldn't be so bold to make statements like that if they knew the history of braids and cornrows. That's exactly what I was thinking. Braided Mm. patterns and cornrows are a symbol of culture, status, religious affiliations, and even royalty in countless societies. See that part, that part right there. Mm -hmm. But did you know that during the transatlantic slave trade, a lot of slaves were forced to shave their heads due to being more sanitary. That's correct. It also moved them away from their culture and identity. But get this, depictions of women with cornrows have been dated as far back Back is 3000 BC. Men mm. wearing cornrows have been traced back to the early 19th century in Ethiopia. Warriors and kings wore cornrows, so they can't tell me how to fix my crown. Okay. <laughs> Who you telling, sis? I know that many enslaved Africans would braid their hair in tightly knit cornrows to maintain a neat and tidy appearance. Mm. And I know a lot of slave owners were chilling with this. They're like, oh, well, I guess that's a healthy alternative. I guess. But. They messed up when they let us do that. They messed up big. How so? Man, well, let me tell you, braids became the OG version of Google Maps. (laughs) Not Google Maps. Yes, Google Maps. Slaves started to use braids inside their hair in different patterns and styles to act as maps for escape routes from plantations. That is insane. You know what? Never underestimate the wisdom of our people. They will come up with some stuff. (laughs) Man, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people believe it started with this king named Binkos Viejo. Viejo? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, He was captured from Africa by the Portuguese, and then later he escaped slavery. Viejo created his own language and intelligence network full of women who use the hair mats. And they even used it to deliver messages or let them know if they were about to escape. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I know that one of the signals in order to say, hey, I'm getting ready to dip, 
was sort of like this braiding style, right? Called Dipatis. Okay. And it was a combination of tight braids closely braided to the scalp all the way at the top so it can make a cute little bun. <laughs> cute. Yeah. And then I know that there was another style. It was like curved braids. And it represented the roads that they would use to escape. That's crazy. Man, they even use their braids to like keep gold and seeds and food for, you know, well, when you're escaping, you're going to need money and you're going to need something to eat. Right. That's hella inventive. Man, this system was perfect because, you know, slaves weren't allowed to do nothing. Couldn't talk to one another, couldn't gather in groups, all because of the slave codes. Well, we couldn't do nothing due to slave codes. We weren't even allowed to laugh on some plantations. Why? Because it was considered unprofessional and distracting? (laughs) Well, more like defiant. Matter of fact, since slaves couldn't express emotions openly, the solution they came up with for laughing is a laughing barrel. The idea was that slaves found something funny, they would go over to an empty barrel on the field, pretend to be looking for something inside of it, and then laugh inside of it so that the overseer wouldn't hear him. That's one of the believed stories behind the phrase, barrel of laughs. Oh, now it all makes sense. <laughs> Does it? It, it just clicked. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I believe that. And you know what the irony is? Hmm. Black entertainers and comedians all around the world make people laugh. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying some mm-hmm. of my favorites. Crazy. Man, who are you telling? Well, okay, after that crazy job interview, what did you do? What did you say? I laughed, and I said, it will be a no for me, boo. And I got hired by a company that pays twice as much. Oh, because you either choose me or you lose me. And I do pretty, not petty. And on that note, you can learn more by checking out our social media accounts or our official website where we do weekly petty posts and constant spilling of the tea. This has been Little White Lies. Stay petty, y'all. Stay petty.